CarMax is putting peace of mind back in car shopping by putting you in the driver's seat to find a ride that's right for you. Because at CarMax, we believe you shouldn't just settle for a car. You should love your car. That's why every car we sell is CarMax certified quality so you can be sure with upfront pricing that's the same for every customer. So don't settle. Find love at first drive and start shopping now at CarMax.com. CarMax, the way car buying should be. Hello, everybody. I'm Lou Dobbs. Welcome to The Great America Show. Thanks for being with us. Is there anyone, is there a single solitary conservative Republican, even Rhino, who ever doubted that the Marxist Dems who run the Biden presidency would extend their seven-year-long political persecution of President Trump. They fail time and time again to find any wrongdoing on his part, on the part of the president. They've harassed, harangued, and tried to frame the disinformation war that the Biden administration is waging is truly corrupt. It's unprecedented. Our country has been and still is being attacked by other countries with disinformation. They are carrying out psychological operations against us, but none, none are as devious, destructive, or cynical as these attacks by the Biden administration, by the deep state in league with the Marxist Dems. And not one single Marxist Dem disinformation campaign could work without the help and eager participation of the cowardly national corporate media. I should say the now Marxist left corporate media, as most of the U.S. multinational corporations are pushing CRT, ESG, multiculturalism, globalist elite nonsense of all kinds, and all of it designed to undermine our nation, our history, our heritage, our values, to destroy our constitutional republic. And make no mistake, that's what this great divide in this country right now is all about. The divide between the radical dim Marxists who control our national corporate media, the White House, the Senate, and the rest of the federal bureaucracy. But help is on the way, I'm pleased to say. Not only did the Republicans take the majority in Congress, but a sizable majority of the newly elected congressmen who will take office on January 3rd next year are MAGA patriots. America first, and of course, support President Trump and his populist, conservative, and pro-middle class working American policies. One of these newly elected congressmen is our guest today. He's Congressman-elect Corey Mills. He will represent Florida's 7th District, and it's great to have you back with us, Corey, on The Great America Show. Congratulations, and your thoughts now on heading to the D.C. swamp and dealing with those pesky Marxist Dems who will be in your friendly new neighborhood. Well, Lou, thanks so much for having me. It's an honor to be with you. It's an honor to be the congressman-elect that's trusted to, you know, by just the confidence that was bestowed upon me to be the voice of the people of Florida's 7th District. So that in itself is awe-inspiring. I mean, less than 12,000 uh, members of Congress have been elected since the beginning of our, our nation. And so it's, it's, a, it's a rich history, uh, a very tight uh, fraternity to be a part of. Uh, that being said, I am in the swamp. Uh, we know what's here. We know establishment's always going to continue to try and push against. We know we've got the radical uh, Marxist and perverse ideological beliefs of the left that we have to continue to combat away from our children, away from our military, away from the corporations, uh, stop the weaponization of our military, our uh, 
bureaucracy that, that you have with DOJ and the IRS and all the others, obviously defunding the 87,000 deep state IRS agents. So, you know, there's a lot on our plate right now. We know the position that we're in, Lou. We know that America is uh, truly on the tilting point of losing American exceptionalism forever. And uh, we always say that, you know, freedoms, liberties, and all these things are at risk of being lost by one generation. And I think that we're there if we don't do anything. So, uh, I've hit the ground running, as you and I kind of talked about, and uh, I've posed my uh, notice to leadership on what I'm expecting and what I, I expect to hold them accountable for. You know, I'm not elected by the party, Lou. I'm elected by the people. And they brought me here because they believe that I'm a fighter, and I'm not going to let them down. Well, God bless you for that, and Godspeed. I think it would be interesting to this audience to hear uh, the questions that you ask of leadership and uh, the marker that you laid down uh, for your uh, for your uh, benefit uh, and also a standard for them to repair to. Well, you know, the bottom line is that they think that every freshman coming in, you know, the naivety is there. And so therefore, they're just going to go along and get along. That's not what I was elected to do. So, you know, we had our, our conference forum. And obviously, we're allowed to ask questions to, to the opposing leadership. Usually, this is something that's reserved for a lot of your uh, more senior members. But, you know, me being who I am, I got right in the queue and made sure that I was able to ask the, the leadership the question that I thought was import, important to the American people, which is, first off, I, I posed the question to, to Representative Scalise. Uh, and I just said, are you willing to commit to a 100% audit of all funds that was allocated to Ukraine and understanding the geopolitical alignment of Russia, China, Iran, and this is not a kinetic warfare, it's about the Chairman G's one road, one belt initiative, which is ultimately the end game of trying to eliminate the US dollar from the global currency. So this is not a kinetic war. This is a, a economic resource warfare that we're losing uh, massively because we don't understand it well. Are you willing to audit? Are you willing to be transparent to the American people on how this money is being used, even if it's being used for corrupt things, like with money laundering schemes, like we think with FTX, who routed money back into the Democratic Party? And are you willing to do a full conducted audit on Afghanistan, on the political optic, not military strategy withdrawal that ended the death of 13 brave heroes and created 13 new Gold Star members? Will you commit to these investigations and these audits? And their answer was? Steve was very supportive, understood, and said, you know, I do commit to this. Um, I also would love to be transparent with the American people on how this money is spent, and I understand your position, and I look forward to working with you in the conference to get these things done. Well, uh, good for you, uh, and uh, good for the, for the leadership to respond affirmatively to your, your request uh, and uh, also your insistence on a higher standard from them uh, and, the, indeed, the entire Congress, one hopes. Uh, you're also there at a, an extraordinary time, uh, the smallest margin of victory for the Republican Party, if indeed it does turn out to be 220 to 215, uh, the smallest margin of victory uh, since, uh, since the 1930s. Uh, and this was supposed to, there were supposed to be at least 26 seats won. Historically, that's the average by the party out of power. Uh, in the Senate, we were supposed to win four seats. That's the historic average. Uh, we will be lucky not to lose one. Uh, but at the very best we've got is a stalemate in the Senate. This is a, 
and, and we've got the leadership walking around, whether it's Mitch McConnell or Kevin McCarthy, beating their chest and talking about what big, smart fellows they are. Uh, they're dumber than dirt. And here we go. Well, McCarthy is going at it again. And, and Mitch McConnell says, you know, he's just going to be leader. And that's too damn bad. What your reaction to the atmospherics? Well, the bottom line is that this is not the great red tsunami as predicted. Yes, in the state of Florida, where we had tremendous leadership and a decentralized messaging, thanks to Governor Ron DeSantis and others, we actually had some of this where he wasn't campaigning just for himself but others. But the reality is, is that pat ourselves on the back, great, you have the majority. But the question is that we should have a lot larger majority. What is the post-mortem analysis on why we lost so many seats, why money wasn't put into key races that we could have flipped that were only points away, why the establishment or anyone else tried to block the support needed by certain candidates? Um, you know, this is not the time to go ahead and start thinking about what the new title is on our Wikipedia page. This is about how we unite as a Republican Party and understand that we have a job to do. You know, we do not serve the party, we serve the people who elected us into office and we have to understand that now that we have the majority even though it's the thinnest of majority we do not compromise our values we do not do anything which are actually beneficial to the democrat party we take off the boxing gloves or the kitty gloves and we start handling our business the way that we should be not sitting on defense but playing offense and making sure we go after and reverse all these biden policies making sure that we hold them accountable for those unconstitutional 500 billion dollar earmarks for paying off funds that didn't follow the legislative process and start really delivering to the people. I do not want to see a 2010, Lou, where we took a bunch of seats and we did absolutely nothing with it. And the American people saw that it was just cheap political rhetoric for the campaign and no true America first fighters in there. We have to come together. We have to out those on the left and right, call balls and strikes everywhere it goes, hold the Dems accountable, go after the America first agenda to make sure we deliver and stop with the cheap political rhetoric that's going back and forth. Well, again, I hope the leaders are listening, uh, and I have to say— Lou, they uh, have no choice because I'm going to guarantee they listen. I know that great American patriots like you are going to give me the actual platform and ability whenever they don't give me this opportunity. I will come on here and let all the listeners know very clearly who is preventing and blocking bills that help the American First agenda. Well, you you know very well, and I appreciate that uh, that thought, so let me reciprocate the invitation. Our invitation is wide open whenever you need to speak to the people and uh, are so compelled, we will put you on the air forthwith. Uh, it's that straightforward. God bless you. Uh, and that's that's the way it's supposed to work. Uh, this this shows a little slice of America. No matter how, how crazy it gets out there, we're going to have uh, we're going to be all about truth, justice and the American way. We're simple folks. Uh, that's right. Let's turn to, if we may, those uh, the situation, the geopolitical situation that we face right now. Uh, well, you brought up DeSantis, so I think I should first turn to uh, President Trump announcing he will be and is now running for president of the United States 2024. Uh, your thoughts? I think it's fantastic. I think it's such a... a, a admirable thing for him to throw himself into the breach one more time, a man who has been subjected to the establishment deep swamp and everyone else who has continued to attack him and his family. I think it just shows his courageous manner, but also his dedication to our great nation to be able to even throw it in. President Trump never had to run. This is a man who has been exceptionally successful, who has run multiple businesses across the world, who could have relaxed and enjoyed the time with his grandkids and his beautiful wife and his son, Baron, and all the rest of the children. And he continues, because of his love of country, 
to put himself back into the folds of scrutiny and controversy and, you know, continual attacks and even violations on his Fourth Amendment right with the Mar-a-Lago raid. So he has my absolute support. I am great to see him in this race. Uh, I'm honored when he endorsed me, and I can tell you that when he needs me and he calls, I will be there to fight for him. Well, again, God bless you, and uh, and I th- I think that we are going to see right now. I I can I actually feel different about everything uh, right now, just knowing that he's in it. Uh, that means he's going to win it uh, this time. There's not going to uh, you know this time there he has to have an organization. He's got to have not only uh, you know Congressman Mills with him. He's got to have the entire Republican conference with him. He's got to have a campaign organization that's first class with first class people. Uh, He, you know, they depended on him. He needs to be this time, the man who can depend on all of his followers, his supporters and his organization. Uh, I, I, you know, I get awful kind of uh, annoyed when I think about people who just, you know, want him to work for them when all, as you said, all this man and his family have been through for this country, uh, we ought to be putting him in the in, in the White House. I believe by unanimous acclamation, uh, absolutely for, for all that we owe him for what he did and has done and will do uh, as the forty seventh president of the United States. Uh, we're we're going to have to also make some changes in the Republican Party. I don't know how long it's going to take, but it. Should and by the be. way, Lou, I don't care who it pisses off. I'm calling him the forty fifth, the forty sixth, and the forty seventh president of the United States. <laughs> you know what? I I I I realize now how modest I've been. I I've been just saying forty fifth and forty seventh. I I'm going to tell you. I'm, I'm, you got me persuaded. I'm going with 46 as well because this puppet president who just reports to a cabal of Marxist puppeteers is not is not That's my right. cup of tea. Uh, particularly when people start talking about uh, nuclear tactical nuclear weapons, and he's the guy who has to make a decision. My lord, what are we all thinking about? Uh, I can tell you right now, Ukraine would not have gone the way that it did. Russia would not be trying to flex its chest, and China would be sitting beholden to the tariffs. If President Trump was in office, none of this would be taking place. Did you see that picture? I don't know if anybody saw that picture of uh, uh, Xi Jinping basically wagging his finger at uh, Trudeau. Trudeau, I, th- mm-hmm. I think, is a daffodil and a in a pitiful. Well, excuse. Trudeau's exactly like his father was. I mean, they're absolutely just rollovers for the socialist Marxists, the WEF, WHO bought and paid for New World Order. There you go. And there he was. But I have to say, I, I mean. That's a man puts his finger in the face of a of a national leader. Uh, he better not expect to get that finger back. Uh, we, exactly we've got, right. We, we've got a world of people who just I mean, they've never been hit in the square in the nose with a fist. Uh, we've That's got right. to have people. And some of them need it. Oh, yes, they do. <laughs> I've got a list for you, Congressman. I love it. <laughs> But we we need desperately real leadership, and, and I can't still to this yes. day, I can't believe uh, that we have a president, uh, Joe Biden, uh, in the White House, uh, how it could be. Agreed. But we got to straighten things out, and I know you've got to run, so I'm going to give you the last word. I want to congratulate you again uh, on your victory well, and, uh, thank you and so the country. Much. Well, again, like I said, I was elected by the people to be a fighter and I won't be silenced. I am not here to try and create controversy. I'm here to try and ensure transparency, accessibility, and accountability by all elected officials in office. 
I'm wanting to hold everyone accountable to our constitutionality. I'm here to look at fiscal conservatism and stop the overinflationary spending and put some checks and balances in there. I will not stop fighting for you. And I may not be your actual representative. I represent the Florida 7th District, but I promise you, I am your representative. I will fight for the American values. And let me be the first to say from the wonderful Florida 7th District, Nancy Pelosi, you're fired. <laughs> wonderful. And she is. And good work. And again, outstanding. Outstanding to have you uh, serving the American people as U.S. Congressman from the 7th District of Florida. Uh, they're going to be extremely well served. Thank you, Congressman. I know I'm supposed to say Thank Congressman. Thank you so much, sir. But I'm going to just God say bless you. Thank you very much. You too. Congressman-elect Corey Mills doing the gracious thing, telling Speaker Pelosi adios there. Of course, I'm sure he'll be seeing plenty of just plain old Congresswoman Nancy Pelosi. I'm sure she'll be thrilled to be in the company of so many warm, friendly Republicans in the House. Thanks, everybody, for being with us. Tomorrow, we'll be talking with Congressman Troy Nels, great American from the great state of Texas. Please join us until tomorrow. God bless you, and may God bless America.